0: 1% better every single day may seem small, but over time leads to big results. As ADHDers, we struggle sometimes with having a passion or a desire to do something and actually creating the action to follow that passion. Today's guest comes from the ADHD project, and I'm so excited for him to share his story and the resources that he has to offer to all of us ADHDers to help us get better and to improve just even 1% each day. Let's listen in. Hello. How are you?
1: Hi. Very good. How are you?
0: Good. Erin is joining us today from the ADHD Project. Tell us about yourself, your experience with ADHD, and a little bit about the work that you're doing.
1: Thank you. Um, So again, my name is Aaron, and I was diagnosed with ADHD at 30 as an adult. So over the past few years, I've decided to spend some time sharing information and helping to educate others with ADHD, and it has really morphed into this whole project. So theoretically, the appropriate name was the ADHD Project, and we started kind of this mission to help others with ADHD lead more fulfilling
0: lives. So is it a place for information? Is it an opportunity for coaching? Like what kind of things can someone receive from this project or how can they get so information we, out of that? Go ahead.
1: We, we have really a lot of information and resources on our website, the adhdproject.com, And it is a bunch of different things. So A, we have links to resource organizations, recommended books, reading, all those sorts of things. We also share a weekly newsletter and blog posts with information about ADHD to help you manage your ADHD better. And then also on the website, we have kind of our, our flagship item here is a, a planner that's meant for those with ADHD to plan the way that your brain works. So amongst a handful of other things there, the method that we came up with, it's just something that was born out of my own uh, you know need to figure my life out. And I decided that since it worked so well, I just had to share it with other people who have ADHD.
0: I love it. I love planners. And I know there's lots of people out there who do. And oftentimes I feel so overwhelmed from my planners. So I love that you are thinking about something that is already user friendly and making it that much more for people with ADHD.
1: Oh, absolutely. And the idea is that, you know, we need some level of flexibility as people with ADHD, we can't be too rigid, and we can't be too lax either. So I tried to design it in a way that it gives you just enough flexibility to be able to shift and move on the fly. But it gives you enough rigidity to your routine, that you're forced to schedule and plan out your day by the hour and visualizing our time like that being able to quickly prioritize without agonizing over it for an hour like all of these things help you actually do the tasks that you want to do rather than just think
0: love it absolutely love it well we start each day with the morning and i know you and i were talking about my morning podcast and how that kind of struck a chord of interest with you tell me a little bit about that
1: yeah absolutely i mean You know, on the podcast that you've been told a bunch of times, you know, oh, you just need to wake up earlier and how that's really not the greatest advice. And I agree in a lot of ways. But there was one point where I decided, you know what, let's see if it works. Let's see if it really does anything. And I tried it. I tried getting up earlier every day. And what I found over time, you know, I I didn't really want to hear it, but it did help. And it's not just about the time that I woke up. It's more about what I was doing with the time. You know, I'm surprised that just having a little bit of extra time in the morning was able to make such a big impact on my day.
0: Sure. And I think as ADHDers, we're good at, like, once we hyper-focus in, like, we can accomplish tasks super fast. Like, it's oftentimes things that take... Normies a long time. I'm often getting the compliment like, "Man, you did that too." You know, so fast. And so, if we had the ability to kind of like hone in and and use the time wisely, then I agree with you. Having we don't need hours and hours in the morning. You know, we can make it adjust to a little bit more and kind of get in our mind right.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's like I'm always saying um on my videos and stuff on TikTok is you don't necessarily need to do it perfectly. You just need to make the effort and try to set that routine and show up for it. And just the showing up gives you the momentum you need a lot of times to complete the task. You know, the real message here is not that you need to get up at five o'clock in the morning. It's that as ADHDers, we really need at least a half hour, if not an hour, just to get up and get your mind right. You need to get in the right space for the day. Otherwise, you end up just kind of floating around with the wind, which is easy. It's comfortable. It's what we're used to. But is it really productive? I don't know.
0: Yeah, and I agree with you that, you know, it's, we have kind of fallen into the normal status of alarm goes off, we're expected to get up, and we're expected to function. And you brought up just, to, just now a great point in that for those who have ADHD or other, um, you know, mental health concerns, it might take you a little longer, and you might have to adjust, like, we shouldn't just fall in the idea of the alarm goes off, you get up and you jump out and you're productive, that sometimes sometimes. Kind of setting yourself up for success might look different than somebody else.
1: Yeah, you're right, absolutely. And I mean, it's going to be different for everyone. You know, there there's no one size fits all solution for anyone, ADHD or not. But things that help me is to have like a solid routine. And when I'm waking up, if I'm going to hit the snooze button, you know, it's a lot easier for me to go back to bed if I'm thinking about the 90 different things that I'm going to have to do over the course <laughs> of the day. <laughs> but but if I'm thinking, all right, number one on my routine, I wake up in the morning. I go downstairs and I just get that stream of consciousness out of my brain into a two-minute journaling. And really, I, I don't you know go back and read a lot of them, but just taking the very first two minutes to get all of those streams of thoughts out and onto a piece of paper somewhere and then go about the rest of my day, it makes it a lot easier to focus because when I open my eyes and I hear my alarm going off, I don't think about all 90 things. I think, all right, I just need to get downstairs and journal for two minutes. All it is is two minutes. And if I get down there and do two minutes and then I want to go back to sleep, go back to sleep. But I'll tell you now, that almost never happens because once you get the momentum going, you will continue. You know, ADHD folks, you know, momentum is a big thing for us. If we can get yeah. it going the right way as opposed to the wrong way, you know, that it can really set the tone for the day.
0: Sure. And I would even echo that with at night too, because, mm-hmm. you know, those of us with ADHD often also experience anxiety and stay up thinking about all of the things, you oh, know. Yes. And so even journaling prior to getting your body physically in bed too probably would be just equally as helpful. You know, get up, dump all of those things in, that are in your head as well as right before bed too. So that's a great idea.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, connecting the two, you know, with what you do right before bed and what you do right when you wake up, you know, it, it's really going to be a powerful tool for us because. You, you never remember what you were thinking at 1123 AM, but you always remember what was on your mind right before bed and right when you woke up. And if you can harness that and put it towards something useful, then you can take advantage of something that a lot of people might be missing out on. You know, whether you have a long morning routine or not, you know, just focusing on your routine rather than your actual content of those tasks makes it a lot easier to have that mental inner negotiation with yourself, get out of bed and do what you got to do.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, you mentioned it earlier too, and I couldn't agree more. It's like setting small steps, you know, no one's expecting like a whole new routine. And, and honestly, some of us as ADHDers do, we, you know, try to jump in feet Mm -hmm. first and change all of these things. You said two minutes, you know, setting something that's a small goal and just trying your best to stick to it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You have to establish before you can optimize. You can't perfect something that you're not actually doing, right? You got to establish it first.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Okay. So now I'm now oh, I'm ahead. up.
0: No, I was just going to say, now I'm up. Now what do I do? So I've gotten up. <laughs> How do I make my morning productive? I've dumped everything in my journal. Now what?
1: <laughs> so, so this is my routine. Now, not everybody is is going to want to do this and that's okay. You don't have to have the same routine as me, but for me, you know, I am an entrepreneur and I have a day job. So I have to set time for myself in the morning to work on my own uh, things that I have going on. So right after I journal, I don't focus on tasks yet. I still have to get my brain in the right place. So I have a mental fitness routine. I meditate for 15 minutes and I read for 15 minutes. And then afterwards I sit down, I plan my day from start to finish. Every hour of the day has something in it, whether it's rest or a task, everything is mapped out. And I also have a daily intention setting practice where I say what my intention is for the day. Like I intend to engage with the present moment today, or I intend to visualize positive outcomes. And at the, about the hour mark after I've woken up, that's when I actually make my coffee and I repeat my daily intention to myself while I'm making my cup of coffee. And at that point, I've been awake for an hour and I have gotten really a bunch of things done. But what I've gotten done is I've taken care of my mind first and I have planned my entire day. So that way I have no uncertainty anymore about what's happening. So when I look at my list, I say, all right, these are the things that I'm comfortable with doing today. These are the things that I, you know, whether or not I'm comfortable have to do today. And these are the things that could probably wait till tomorrow. Let's schedule them out. Let's figure when they're gonna do the important things. You know, I look at my day job calendar too. And then I decide I'm going to set my daily intention. I'm going to make my cup of coffee. I'm going to get the ball rolling. And having that hour to do all of those things and take care of myself first really sets the tone for the rest of the day.
0: And I would ask, too, how long did it take you to do that? Because it sounds great. And I think that everything you're saying is super valuable. But my first thought is there's no way I could have that done within a few days, a week, or maybe even a month. That sounds like something you've had to craft over time.
1: Well, yes, but here's the secret is that I suck at it. (laughs) I'm not really (laughs) the greatest. And and that's totally fine. Like you don't have to be perfect. Like there are I'm looking at my habit tracker because I track it every single day to see what I'm going to do it. And I have all of these things listed out. And I see that there's really just a couple of things that I've done every single day this week. There have been a few days where I've come down, I've journaled, and I've had something on my mind. And you know what, I Instead of spending 15 minutes meditating, I'm just going to keep journaling for a few minutes and then I'll figure out my planning. Or at the same time, there are times where I wake up and it's a Saturday and I say, you know what? It's Saturday. I have no responsibilities. I'm not doing it. But the important thing is to A, decide what's really important for you and what's really going to help. B, try different things. And then C, focus on consistency rather than perfection. You know, I don't care if I do it you know, four out of five days of the week. I really just try not to miss two days in a row. So you can be consistent without being perfect or every single day. And you can find what works for you. You don't have to get up at 5.45 like I do because I'm a maniac. And, you know, let me be clear. I also wanted people to know that I don't like getting up at 5.45 in the morning. There has not been one single day (laughs) where I've woken up and said, man, I'm super excited to be awake and alive at 5.45 a.m. No, I, I don't like Yeah, it, I don't vibe with
0: those kind of people very well.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. And I mean, of course, like who in the right mind would really love getting up at 5 a.m. and hopping in a cold shower? Like probably not a, a lot of people. But the trick is I know that I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it anyways. And that's a parallel that I draw with, with a lot of things with ADHD in my life just through day to day, whether it's a chore, a task, a project, a tough conversation, Like you are going to run into things that you just don't have the dopamine in your brain to want to do, but we're going to have to do them anyway. And by making the very first decision I make in the day to get up and do something that I absolutely do not want to do, but know that I need to, now I'm leaning towards that decision all day long. And when it comes to something that I don't feel like doing, I'll say to myself, well, you didn't want to get up at 545 today, did you? You did it anyways, right? You're going to mow the lawn anyways today. And I use that to negotiate with myself.
0: Yeah. And we're really good at negotiating, aren't we? I mean, that's one of my best skills with myself is to try to lean on those negotiations of like, but, but you're right. If you have something to fall back on, like, but you already did it. So let's. Let's put up or shut up kind of thing. Yeah,
1: (laughs) absolutely. I mean, it comes back to momentum, at least in my perspective. Momentum works both ways, right? You know, you can have momentum when you start missing, you know, three, four, five days in a row and you all of a sudden you don't want to do it anymore. And I have definitely been there. Like, I don't want you to think that I've done this 365 days a year for the past two years. I I have maybe done it like 50 to 75% of the time. But the point is that I'm still practicing and still doing it and still making the effort. You know, it doesn't always matter if you don't reach the 100% goal. The effort that you put in is gonna yield its own rewards anyway. And wouldn't you rather be 25% better if, if it's a difference between 25 or zero, you know what I mean? Yeah. We can't always get to a hundred, but 25 something, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the, the whole point too, is making a choice to do better and to be better. And it's not going to happen overnight and it's going to take lots of practice, but we all have to not just sit with these diagnosis that we get and, and just be well, I'm like this, or this is because of my ADHD, (laughs) we have to put that motion like you're talking about into action, and sometimes even getting someone to hold us accountable a little bit for it.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a practice in life much more often than it is a performance, you know, you don't have to be 100% on at all times, you just have to be 1% better each and every single day. If you do that for a full year, the math works out to 3,800% better than you were on January 1st at December 31st. And that's 1%. Small, small, small things, they add up to big things. I feel like with ADHD a lot, we have trouble connecting the small actions to the big results. And if we focus much more on the systems and the small actions, we will find the results in time. It's just Obviously, the difficult part is sticking with it. And that's where it comes back to what you said, is having the mindset of wanting to grow, be better, improve.
0: Yep, and and it's it's okay to have accountability partners, and there's you know all those new strategies out about body doubling and, and for sure, I think us coming together as ADHDers ourselves and saying like, look, I'm not going to be good at this, but it's something I want to try. Would you try it with me? You know, and finding that community that's even willing to try that with you.
1: Right, absolutely, and I mean there there's all sorts of strategies and tips and and things like that, and being able to be to find what works for you to motivate you, I think is is really the message that I'm trying to get here is that it's not going to be the same. I mean, it it comes back to like we were talking about the internal negotiations. You know, sometimes if I'm looking at the trash and I say, oh, well, I could leave it there or I could pick it up. I have a conversation with myself and I say, well, if I don't do it, then somebody else has to. The only other person that lives in this house that's not a kitty cat is my fiance. And so (laughs) do I want to dump this task on her? No, that wouldn't be very nice. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. And yeah, Yeah. maybe it took me two minutes to have that conversation with myself. But who cares? The trash got taken out. You know what I mean?
0: absolutely well I definitely think that you you have a lot of to offer to our community and I'm so excited about this project that you're working on and, and bringing people like you together who are passionate to just improve like you said even just that one percent so if people are listening where can they follow you what what is a, a way or a platform that you would like to direct people to to learn more about this project
1: thank you I, I really appreciate it and you know I, honestly really the goal is just to help others um, lead more fulfilling lives because I know we can do it. So to find more info about that, I started the ADHDProject.com, And there's links to lots of different resources there. But also nowadays, I know social media is king. And I am on most social media platforms as the ADHD project, things like TikTok, Facebook, etc. Instagram, you can find me at Aaron with ADHD. But if you find any of those, uh, you know, there'll be a link to the website. There's not only resources and information, but the ADHD project planner, which just launched on the 7th, um, basically, this is our our sort of, you know, big contribution, I think, uh, to the community is coming up with this framework that all ADHDers and non-ADHDers can use to help plan in a way that makes sense for you, that's personalized to you, without having to fit yourself into that neurotypical box, which we often get crammed into.
0: Sure. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on, sharing your story, fighting the good fight for us ADHDers, and and I'm definitely going to check out the planner because Lord knows I need to plan my life better. So thank you <laughs> so much for coming on. I appreciate your voice and your effort so much.
1: Absolutely, Crystal. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, you know, everybody out there, just remember that you have the capability to do something great, whether you believe in yourself or not. I personally believe in everyone with ADHD.